Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Anthony Hudson, and it's my turn to give you another episode of one of the best upcoming football podcasts out here. Yes, sir. Um, So let's go in and get straight into it. Last episode, we talked about the Chicago Bears. Before that, we talked about the Atlanta Falcons. You know, talk about just something a little bit different. Um, Like I said, normally we talk about the same as now. We're going to go straight into it, talk about the NFL teams, talk about how they're going to do in their upcoming season, how they're doing right now in the offseason. That's why we that's why we label it the off season. Talk about the team off season right now. See how they're doing. So let's go in and get straight into it. We're gonna talk about the Baltimore Ravens today. The Baltimore Ravens, you heard? So um the Baltimore Ravens, last year they finished with a record of ten and seven. Um overall a solid year for them. Um a little bit of background before I guess I guess I give a little bit of background for the Ravens. Um the Ravens overall is like they're the high-volume team. Like, they're always winning, always having a good record every single year for the – as long as I've been alive for the most part. So 10-7 to 7 to them is kind of is kind of solid, but it's not really up to expectations. They want championships for sure. So 10-7 is decent. But 10-7, they finished second in the AFC North, just won um, a couple games behind the Cincinnati Bengals. And um, pretty much the first – Ten games, the Baltimore Ravens just flourished. They were on point, on key. Lamar Jackson definitely was looking to be um a uprunner for MVP again because the Baltimore Ravens, the first ten games, they were seven and three. We're looking on the rise because Baltimore for the for the past couple of years really wants to see Lamar Jackson in the ring. I'm pretty sure the whole NFL wants to see Lamar Jackson in the ring. And it looked like that last year was definitely going to be the year that they were going to do it. Of course, they had the Bills and they had the Chiefs to go against in the AFC, but they definitely were looking on on point all season, or at least that first half of the season were looking on point. They were seven, They had a record of 7-3 and three through the first 10 games, but, of course, after um, injuries, like in every sport, plays a pitcher, and Lamar Jackson, I'm pretty sure – not not going yeah yeah going injuries different injuries to his leg and stuff like that but um I mean he pretty much sat out or he did set out the whole second half um and Tyler Huntley had to fill in and step in or had to step in and fill in um his role and he did a great job like for real Tyler Huntley is another mobile quarterback of course the Baltimore Ravens have to get mobile quarterbacks that will fit the scheme because. They basically, when they drafted Lamar Jackson, said they were going to have to make a whole scheme that fits him perfectly, a whole run scheme that fits him perfectly. So, of course, if you're going to have that, you're going to have to get quarterbacks that adapt to that system as well. And Tyler Huntley, he adapted to it well. He had some struggles in the first half or the first couple of games, and you've seen it too. It, it wasn't really too much his fault. It was more like he just didn't have enough playing time out there because – it was more he was playing really conservative really conservative um there were there were wide receivers open or there were chances to that he could have took down the field but instead he will either scramble or run away or throw the football he threw the football out a lot which is which is good i mean that's what you that's what you're supposed to do as a quarterback if you don't see a read or if you don't um feel confident in your read um and if you first you're supposed to, i mean you're supposed to scramble, and if you're about to get sacked, of course, just throw it away. But um, very conservative, but he definitely progressively got better um, as it 
as the season went along. And when they went to the divisional game, because they made the playoffs, they made the playoffs and had to play against the defending AFC championship, Cincinnati Bengals. And the Cincinnati Bengals were also first in the division as well. So he had to play them at Cincinnati, which was a very tough environment. But he ended up playing great, man. He really did ended up playing great, ended up playing with all his heart. And Baltimore almost almost suck, snuck away with that win. But after a 99-yard um, touchdown or touchdown return by Sam Hubbard, that pretty much sealed the deal. I mean, Baltimore had their chances afterwards, but that there's no – I mean – that's pretty hard to come back after a 99-yard touchdown by a big defensive lineman like him. That's pretty hard to come back. But Ravens did good. They or they did good overall that season. Like I said, injuries had to play played a part. Um, Lamar Jackson getting injured, but they had a great season. They had a great season, and then right afterwards. Well, there were speculations during the season if Lamar Jackson was injured or if he didn't want to play, but he was he was injured. Don't don't do that now. That's that's bogus. Don't do that. He was injured. Um, you never know what he's actually going through. He probably was going through much more pain than he actually um, physically or put off. But speculations during the um, season was he going to come back? Was he going to be a Baltimore Raven? Because um, he's been fr- he didn't. He opted out the franchise tag, or he declined the franchise tag, and he wanted a full guaranteed contract. I talked about it in my um, past podcast. I talked about how y'all should pay the man. Definitely should pay the man because um, he's been MVP. He's he's done everything that the um, Baltimore Ravens have wanted him to do. It's just it's just a messed up situation because you look at it. You look like I said. You look at Deshaun Watson. That's the whole reason why he wanted that contract. He wanted a full guarantee contract. Cause he saw um, quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and even Kyler Murray signing um, these two hundred plus million dollar contracts, and he's just like, "Why can't I get it?" But at the same time, Baltimore has never done that before. They never signed, or they've had um, situation in the and. Situation in prior years, like with Terrell Suggs, where they didn't give him um, a big contract because they don't really give like huge contracts out like that. They don't. They just never have. So, I. But I mean, this is the one special in a lifetime talent that y'all got. So, I'm glad they they finally gave him his money after after how many months? After 27 months of challenging, yo, challenging negotiations. He finally reached a five-year million dollar, a five-year deal with the Ravens on August 27, 2023, and the agreement is worth $260 million, making him the highest-paid highest player in the league. So, I mean, he didn't end up getting what he wanted because he said he wanted 220 No, nah, he wanted $133 million fully guaranteed. Oh no no no! My bad. He wanted more money. I'm pretty sure it was 200 million guaranteed. I'm pretty sure it was 200 million or 230 million guaranteed. But he ended up not getting that. But he still ended up getting a 260 million dollar contract, making him the highest play, paid player in the league. And he definitely is well deserved. I mean, he's going to get all his money. I mean, Lamar Jackson. 
unless injuries come back apart. But other than, other than that, I mean, I don't think he'll be he'll be great. He'll be perfectly fine. He'll go past through the injuries and he'll still have a great career. So he'll get his bag. I, I never really really worried about him getting his bag. It the whole situation was just him getting a full a uh, fully guaranteed contract, and which he didn't get, but. Two hundred sixty million. You can't really complain too much about that, to be honest. But he ended up getting that. Um, that was like the whole speculation for months with the Baltimore Ravens. Is Lamar Jackson gonna get a deal? Is Lamar Jackson gonna do this? Is Lamar Jackson gonna go to another team? I remember the um, Falcons. My Falcons were talking about getting him, and he said throughout the whole entire time he wasn't gonna go anywhere. He he was gonna he was gonna ride it out. He was gonna get a contract eventually with the Ravens. He knew that. So they finally got that done, and it's crazy because that's one of the big. That's probably like the second biggest news because I know that's huge. I know one hundred percent that's huge with Lamar Jackson. But with uh, getting Lamar Jackson, that's that's your franchise right there. But man, oh man, everyone is excited to see number three Odell Beckham Jr. play for the Baltimore Ravens. Everyone, I mean. I, I'm just so excited. I, I want to see if that ACL can hold up. I want to see if he come back full speed. I want to I want to see if he coming back um, running routes full speed. I want to see if this is, this is the Odell that we know and love. I mean, the way that Odell works during the offseason, the videos that he posts on Instagram, he's going to come back balling, definitely. He He's such a hard worker. He's going to come back definitely on his A game for sure. But – that's what everyone's ready um waiting to see to see yeah, waiting to see because for the past couple of years I've been saying it, I've been making fun of them for it. But Lamar Jackson has pretty much little to no help when it comes to receivers for the past five years that he's been in the league or so yeah, five years. And it's no disrespect to anybody, but it, it's just the truth to be honest. But they own I mean, he's had Marquise Goodwin. He was a thousand-yard receiver, but for the past five years, it's just been Mark Andrews. I always say Mark Andrews is his best wideout, and he plays tight end, man. He plays tight end. Um, but yeah, they finally got some wideouts. Um, finally got him some wideouts. Um, they got during the draft. Uh, well, let me just say, they got Odell Beckham. They got Nelson Aguilar. Say what you want about Nelson Aguilar. He's definitely gotten better over the past couple of years. Um, Nelson Aguilar, and they drafted Zay Flowers. We go ahead and go to the draft because I'm pretty sure that's really the only big free agency they got. I mean, we can look at the acquisitions real quick, but Odell Beckham, man, can't wait to see Odell Beckham come. Um, Odell Beckham... Yeah, Nelson Aguilar, Wade Deshaun Watson, re-signed Tyler Huntley, and after um, signed Zay Flowers to a rookie contract. So yeah, man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see that receiving core because, like I said, Lamar Jackson has had his struggles with receiving cores. I mean, him just doing absolute great balls throwing lasers to his wide receivers right in their hands and them dropping it. And I'm literally watching it in the clutch. It happens so many times during um, clutch moments. But finally he got some help with that. 
Um, not only did the um, Ravens draft Zay Flowers, they also drafted Trenton Simpson from um, Clemson. They also drafted him. Um, he was a top 20 overall recruit from North Carolina. And he he's he's good, man. Um, I'm trying to see. Third team, AC, all ACC selection in 2022, 72 tackles. So, I mean, linebacker definitely could add that to the depth that's already great with the linebacker core in Baltimore with Roquan Smith and – Roquan Smith and what's his name? Um – Patrick Queen, there we go. Wilkwan Smith and Patrick Queen, I mean, those two are already electrifying linebackers. Wilkwan basically is everywhere on the field, literally everywhere on the field, making tackles, um, deflecting passes, can get you an interception in most cases. And Patrick Queen, who hasn't gone to the, the high standard yet, we we want to see him definitely become a pro baller this year for sure. But – um. Haven't gone to the high standard yet, but I mean, you're behind Roquan Smith, and you're on a developing defense a lot or deep defense like that. There's no way that you can't break your potential and go higher, or break the um, bar that he's at and go higher. Definitely, because Patrick Queen, he's he just came from LSU. It's only been a couple of years, and he has so much potential. I promise you, he's so like. He's so electrifying quick, electrifying quick. Like, he has the speed to him. He just got to play some more ball. But him, Roquan, and Trenton Simpson, that's going to be that's gonna be a nice-looking linebacker crew for sure. Um, let's see. They also got Tadavius Robinson from Mississippi. He's an edge rusher. You can add him because um, the Baltimore Ravens just lost Calais Campbell. So I know they definitely need some more help with – on the defensive line, got Kyle, Kyle, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Caillou Blue Kelly. He's from Stanford. Oh, his father used to play for the Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl with them. Hmm, that's cool. Um, Yeah, man, I mean, they pretty much upgraded their defense, definitely. Um, got offensive tackle in the, um from Oregon and got a guard from USC. So they're definitely giving Lamar Jackson some more help with the office or with office line help, which is great. I mean, you always could always could benefit from office line help during the offseason, one hundred percent. But yeah, man, um, it's looking great. It's looking great so far because Baltimore. I mean, they don't really need too much help. They didn't really need too much help from the last season because. The last season, I mean, they are they had six pro ballers. They had the tight end Mark Andrews. They had the right safety Devin Duvernay. The corner cornerback Marlon Humphrey. Fullback Patrick Ricard. My bad, Patrick Ricard. Uh, linebacker Roquan Smith and the goat Justin Tucker. They had six pro ballers. That's that's great. They had six pro ballers already to the already to the roster from the previous season. So. Them adding Zay Flowers, them adding Odell Beckham, um, them adding adding some offensive line help to the to this pitcher to their already stat offense. I mean, their defense definitely do need some help. I mean, Marlon Humphrey can't do it all by himself, and that secondary is definitely questionable on on most games. Definitely questionable. There's games where they play play great. 
and then there's games where they allow what what was that like 20 30 points 20 point comeback against Miami they scored three two to three touchdowns back to back to back yeah that can't happen. Like, it can't happen. I mean, you're going against Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle. You should know what's coming. You should know that the deep ball is coming. But that can't happen. That secondary definitely has to get better. Um, and like I said, they are, they drafted a quarterback. Hopefully they can develop him to fit the scheme and um, get that situation handled because that's really the only, like, weak spot on their defense, on their whole entire team, to be honest, because their offense is stacked, like I said. And – they just got to get that uh, that secondary together. Um, the linebacker crew is is insane, absolutely insane. That linebacker crew should, I mean, that linebacker crew looking like a mutt team right now. It's looking like it's it's built, like like we're playing Madden and we made some trades to get Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, and the third round um linebacker. Let's see, the third round linebacker. What's his name? Um. Trenton Simpson, there we go, Trenton Simpson. But, yeah, that that linebacker crew looking amazing. But overall, for the Ravens, pretty – like I said, they had a good season last year. Injuries prevented them from going any further. This offseason, amazing acquisitions that they own, got some superstars. It really just depends on if these wide receivers can do, do their justice. I mean – I'm I'm pretty sure Zay Flowers is gonna do his justice for sure, cause Zay Flowers, all he gotta do is just be fast and coachable, one hundred percent. All you gotta, do, I mean, yeah, this fast and coachable. You got the speed to him already. Just gotta be coachable, cause he's gonna get targets. Cause Odell Beckham, Bateman, and Nelson Aguilar, they they can handle they can handle um the pressure. So he's definitely gonna get his targets that this year for sure. Um, they just got a team. They just got to scheme that together, the wide receiver crew, and get their secondary together for the most part. Cause that's that's really that's really the two biggest things. Cause Lamar Jackson gonna do do his thing like he do every single year, along with Mark Andrews, and along with the rest of the de- defense other than the secondary. But yeah, my predictions for them, I say the Ravens are gonna finish. I say they could win 12 games. Yeah, I say they could definitely win 12, 12 to 13 games. They could go first, go first in the AFC North, beat, um, beat out the Cincinnati Bengals. Who is it? The Ravens and the Browns. Definitely the Browns. But, um, yeah, beat out those three teams and can go. I Man, it's go big or go home with the Ravens. It it really is, like, for real. It. it if they even if they, even they go to the AFC Championship and lose, it's just like that's that's kind of a disappointing season. I mean, it's it's cool, but like it's a disappointing season. So let them go to the Super Bowl, for real. That's my prediction. The Ravens go to the Super Bowl. I know there's the Bills. I know there's the Chiefs. I know they they even have Cincinnati in their own division. I know they have all all of these great teams in the AFC that they have to go against. But let them go. Let them go. Lamar Jackson just got just got his bag. Just got some more. Just got some um, more talent to throw the ball to. I know he's confident. I know he's excited. I know everyone on the um, Ravens organization is excited. So let them go to the bowl this year. 
that's my prediction, man. That's definitely my prediction. Um, that's pretty much up. Um, sums up the rest of this podcast, man. Um, just talked about the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know how I'm gonna do in the future, but if you follow me on Instagram at the IMT Podcast or follow me on TikTok at the IMT Podcast on that as well. If you could either DM me or um, either post, scroll up on my story and text me who you want to see next, man. I'm probably going to have some polls. That that sounded kind of weird. But, yeah, um, I'm probably going to have some polls on there instead. So put some polls, put, like, two teams, and you could just pick who you want to see next on there. That will probably be more simpler than, than what I just said. But, yeah, um, thank you for listening, man. I'm going to just keep putting podcasts out here, keep being consistent. And thank you. Peace.